Hi, it's me again, Davis, your host of the Calm 122 podcast. Sitting before me today is Aria, who is the voice you heard in our first episode. Aria will talk about what she has learned about four categories of economic goods and what categories media products fall under. First of us, tell us why we should care about the categorization of economic goods. Hey folks, I am glad to be back. First of all, let me just say that the four categories of economic goods is a basic concept that you might have heard of in other classes, especially if you are a business major. Here in Calm 122, we care about this concept because business strategies and business models, as well as some of the challenges facing the media industry, all have something to do with unique characteristics of media products. Davis, let me ask you this, how is a movie different from a bucket of popcorn? Well, I know they are totally different things. Well, that's a silly question, is it? Other than the fact that they both can be consumed in a movie theater. These two are categorically different things. See, the word, consume, is interesting. Can we really consume a media product? I can eat up a bucket of popcorn. It will be gone. But, can I use up a movie? Is the movie somehow gone after my consumption? We all know that, information and intellectual properties do not get used up when you consume them. This is what we call rivalry. It is a term in economics. We can describe a good or product as either rivalrous or non-rivalrous. It is rivalrous if its consumption by one user prevents simultaneous consumption by other users, or if consumption by one party reduces the ability of another party to consume it. For simplicity, let's just call it shareability, that is, whether a good can be shared or not. Do I want to share a bucket of popcorn with you? Probably not, but I can certainly share a movie with you. Yes. Let's catch up a movie sometimes. And I will eat my own popcorn. Here is the second question. How is YouTube different from Netflix? Well, both are video streaming sites, but there is a difference. YouTube is free, mostly. But Netflix requires a paid subscription. You're right. To use a term in economics, Netflix is excludable because it prevents people who have not paid for it from accessing it. Excludability as it is called, or we can use the term openness. Essentially, it is about whether something is effectively free or not. Rivalry, or shareability, and excludability, or openness. These are the two dimensions along which different products can be categorized. If a product is rivalrous and excludable, meaning it can be used up and is not free of charge, we can call such product, private goods. Some of your most precious possessions are private goods. Your car, your jewelry, and your home. When a product is non-rivalrous and non-excludable, meaning something that is free and does not get used up, we call the good public good. In a few weeks, we will talk about public media and community-supported media. This kind of media is a prime example of public goods. Think about your local PBS station and NPR station. Unlike channels such as HBO and AMC, public television and radio stations are freely available, and like nearly all media products, they do not get used up. There are also plenty of public goods on the internet. There is a large community of people that embrace open source and open access culture that put their content in the public domain. 
You will hear more about that in the future lecture on copyright and public domain. I am thinking Wikipedia. Yes. Wikipedia is an example of public good for average users. So, the next category is products that are in between, something that does get used up but is free. Yes, here is an example, lobsters. Fishermen do not have to pay for the lobsters they have caught because lobsters are creatures from Mother Nature. While there are many lobsters in the world, their supply is still limited. So, if we overfish or overcrab, lobsters as a fishing resource will become scarce. That is why different countries have fishery policies to regulate how much can be fished in their territory, yes. Here is an example. Lobsters. Fishermen do not have to pay for the lobsters they have caught, because the lobsters are creatures from the mother nature. While there are lots of lobsters in the world, its supply is still limited. So if we overfish or overcrabbing, lobsters as a fishing resource will become scarce. That is why different countries have fishery policies to regulate how much can be fished in their territory. Lastly, let's talk about HBO. The HBO channel is not free. It does not get used up. We call it collective goods. Many media products are collective goods. Just think about how the media products you have pay for, such as TV shows, ebooks, and video games. So it looks like most media products are either public good or collective goods. Right? Totally. You learned something. Okay. Thank you, Aria. Folks, thanks for listening to this episode of the COM 122 podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.